You are listening to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure you're following us on all social media at lunchpailguys underscore. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 191st week of the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. The main crew is all here. Going from top to bottom on my screen, we have Bart, Jared, Aiden, and Wyatt. We're back for another great week of sports talk. As we always do, we'll get started with some news we missed before jumping into our main segments. It's an NFL-heavy episode. We're talking about Sean Payton, the quarterback show, and finally, we'll be doing some sports auction trivia, bringing back an old favorite. Um, But we'll get started, like we are doing for most of our show, with some NFL news, and that is relating to Jonathan Taylor, the star Indianapolis Colts running back, who requested a trade off the team, and in response, Colts owner Jim Mercer said, nobody would care if I died and he retired. (laughs) Anybody have any thoughts? (laughs) Specifically relating to orcas, too, apparently, is a a part of this. Well, I'll I'll tell that story. So, Jim (laughs) Mercer... Who apparently who, who won't give a couple million dollars up to Jonathan Taylor per year uh, is willing to spend twenty million dollars to transport a large killer whale across the U.S. And right now it's been it's in a small enclosure in Miami where it's been for fifty three years. Uh, I'm reading, and it would send <laughs> it somewhere off of. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently googling what is an orca's lifespan <laughs> yeah, because great. that is longer. <laughs> um, it, but it would send it somewhere off the Puget Sound here in Washington where her pod lives so it's it's definitely admirable um but it's just like <laughs> such weird time and cla- almost classic jim ursay to have this immediately follow the jonathan taylor news like with it's like this <laughs> all happened within the same week and he's he's really jerry jones without any of the prestige because at least jerry jones can be like we're america's team um and i know that the colts have won more recently but i mean they're also pretty forgotten as, as a franchise goes so, what a uh, hate spectacle. the game of football. That's their claim of fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, how, like, is this? Does this orca's pod care? I mean, it's been fifty <laughs> years. If the the facts are right here, he's gonna show up, and they're gonna be like, "Who, who the hell are you?" You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, wow. I don't, I don't see this working out. <laughs> That's crazy. Apparently, orcas can live between fifty and ninety years. What? Wow. So gonna enter the water and just die but anyway, yeah i hope not dark. well okay but at no, very it, least it is a, <laughs> the cynicism today yeah, no, i know i need to that was it's like off the here. word wild is used liberally here it's a eighty thousand, or no sorry it's a 15 acre netted area so it's kind of mm. like closed off gotcha wait yeah so i sorry if i missed this is this like a sea world situation like is it it doesn't say Sea World specifically, hope but it not. just says small Miami enclosure. Okay. okay. Just, I, the question <laughs> I think that we should be asking is how Jim Mersey really is connected to this, <laughs> and like where where did he catch wind of all this? <laughs> so this yeah. was happening. He's like, I gotta he's do something. Direct He's a lover of animals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jim always been out. tapped in, you know. <laughs> like he's been following this for a while. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> all right well now that we've got our weekly orca news out of the way uh we're gonna talk about the mlb trade deadline uh which happened this past week some big deals highlighted by 
two Mets pitchers being traded, Max Scherzer being traded to the Rangers, and Justin Verlander being traded to the Astros. We have our resident Mets fan here, uh, Aiden Lewis. Please share your comments, your thoughts, your feelings, your concerns. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like good moves, even if it's just been a over overall just sad season. Um, but I, I think it is like the only real option that they had. They were just going to waste Scherzer and Verlander, and they got pretty good returns for both of them. Um, they got like Ronald Acuna Jr.'s like younger brother. So I don't know if he's even like half as good. That's pretty good. They got the Astros top prospect for Verlander. Um, so I feel like it, it's in terms of what the Mets could do, it ended up okay. And it really does like open up a new kind of or show the advantages of having a ton of money in baseball, even when it doesn't pan out in this case. Like the Mets spent a ton of money on Verlander and Scherzer. It didn't work out, but now they just bought a bunch of really good prospects essentially from that. So yeah, the, the at the end of the day, yeah, money money is good in baseball, it seems. Um, but uh, someday it'll deliver the Mets a championship in the 2040s, 2050s. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I sent this to Aiden too, and you had mentioned Acuna and the Braves. I saw this stat, and this isn't really relevant, but every single one of their players is like an above-average hitter as measured by OPS, which is on-base plus slugging, which is considered like the the catch-all metric, which is crazy. They're probably going to World Series. Absolutely absurd. I, yeah, I wonder if that's ever happened before. Yeah. yeah. Like, the average OPS is, like, 727 or something like that, and every single Braves player is above... Or every single guy in their Target. day-to-day lineup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah every starter, basically, is, a, is above. It's just crazy. Never feels like guys go to the Braves and disappoint. Or, like, you know, guys <laughs> in the Braves have bad seasons, you know? I feel like that's the story of other teams' lives. Like, the Mets and... I feel like the Phillies, that happens a lot, too. Just people show up and are yeah. bad, or they have a down season. And the Braves, it just doesn't seem to happen to. They just always overperform. Yeah, know. Trey Turner has been not very good this year. Yeah, exactly. Especially, like, they've been carried like everybody else has been decent. Like, people have been hot and cold. But, the, I mean, the Phillies are still a playoff team at this point. Like, Right. But they, they, they are worse than they should be, based on their lineup. The, the Braves, everybody gets better. Yeah, exactly. Like, Matt, like they get rid of Freddie Freeman... <laughs> Um, get Matt Olson, and Matt Olson's incredible. Not that he wasn't good before that, but like he's mm-hmm. like playing on MVP level right now, and I just don't, I, I don't understand. It. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what else is not fair? College football realignment. I don't like it. The conferences aren't tied to geography anymore. It's not as fun. We have some more news on that front. Apparently, Arizona is in deep talks to join the Big 12, and Washington and Oregon are looking to go to the Pac- to the Big 10. So it seems the Pac-12, as it currently exists, will be no longer very soon. The Big 10, the Big Ten should just kick Rutgers and Maryland out and then just <laughs> absorb Washington State and Oregon State, too. Who cares about Rutgers and Maryland? Nobody. Maybe the East Coast, yeah, exactly. Yeah, New York City's football team as they sold themselves for a little bit. Syracuse, go to Syracuse. That's like a a seven-hour drive. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to Syracuse. Yeah, how close is Piscataway? That's like two hours. What about four? Is that hour and a half? Two hours? No, 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 no. Is that where Rutgers is? No, it's not. 
Yeah, that's yeah, you got it. Piscata. Okay, okay. Nice. Aiden, what about what about? Yeah, I, I love one state over. What about <laughs> 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 An up and coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, f- my grandfather yeah. always used to talk about how Fordham was really good in like the 1930s. <laughs> yeah, so. see, do they still have a team, or is that? Uh... <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I think yeah, they're in the they're in the Patriot League. So they're they're pa- one oh, double okay. They're Colgate. Yeah. Yeah. Washington and Holy State, Cross. Washington State, yeah, Oregon yeah. State are more of a Big Ten team than Rutgers and Maryland are. Rutgers and Maryland are like East Coast elites. They should be in the ACC. Rutgers and Maryland are not. Rutgers and Maryland are not like East Coast elites. Yes, yeah. they are. <laughs> they're, they're, no, they're. they're the, <laughs> it's not like you're going to Columbia. the Ivy Leagues and then Maryland yeah, the and Rutgers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's where they should be. Okay, well, I'll agree to disagree. Mm. Um. But yeah, I don't I don't like it. The the Big Ten having like a West Coast division is ludicrous. Or if it were up to widen our fantasy football league, he called the North. But... Get, get, oh, it doesn't have to make sense. Our division, I can change it to the what's a, the West, Central, or East. It doesn't have to make sense because we don't we live in the North. We live in the North. <laughs> Okay. That's fair. Sorry, I don't actually care that much. Um, I say it through gritted teeth and like three total messages about it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, speaking of other people who are uh, angry, I guess uh, Sean Payton told USA Today um, that his predecessors had done one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL and the Denver Broncos, specifically referring to Nathaniel Hackett. Um, who is was the coach last year and is now the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets and previously been the offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Um, Aiden, what's the deal with Peyton's comments and how much pressure is on the Broncos this season to make the playoffs? Yeah, I just have no idea why he said it. I, I can't find a rational reason. I don't actually think he's wrong, at least on the, like, one of the worst head coaching jobs in NFL history. That might be, like, a little strong, but it was it was pretty bad. And I feel like a lot of, like, coaching blunders were to blame for some of their close game losses. So I don't think he's totally off base there. I just don't find an angle uh, for why he would say it. Like, I feel like there were people who were saying that he said it to shift blame in case the season goes poorly. That doesn't really seem like it's it. He says in the quote that they're doing everything differently this year. So he's like <laughs> full on saying that things will be different. So if they go wrong, then the blame should be on them. Um, I heard other people like defending it, saying that he's got his players' backs. And honestly, I'd just feel disrespected if I were one of the players. Like, at one point when discussing Russ, he says that that wasn't his fault, Peyton said of Wilson. That was the parents who allowed it. That's not an incrimination on him, but an incrimination on the head coach, the GM, the president, and everybody else who watched it all happen. Like, implying that Russ is a child, that he has no agency, you know, that he's, like, has no blame here. So, like, I guess... Some people said that was the point, that this is how Russ responds. Like, this is what Russ responds to, which is pretty bleak, if that's true. Um, if that's the only way that, like, Sean Payton can get him to, you know, motivate it is by acting like nothing is his fault. But, so yeah, I, I just don't, I can't find a good reason for it. I feel like it has made them, it puts a target on their back, obviously. They'll probably be a bit better this year. Sean Payton is a better coach than Nathaniel Hackett. The Broncos lost a lot of close games last year, um, but I don't think they'll be good. And now I'm actively rooting against them. So, um, and like trash talk is fun. I like I, I'd be all for coaches trash talking each other. It just doesn't seem like there was like a reason here. It just there's no like rivalry between these two teams or between like 
I don't know. It, like, he went after the Jets just kind of out of nowhere with some of those, like, winning the offseason comments, too. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know. I kind of think it's, like, somebody who, like, the end of your career, you've had a lot of success. You kind of feel like you can start saying whatever you want and, like, start mm-hmm. voicing your opinion a little <laughs> bit more. He had a little bit of practice because he was on Fox Sports, and he said something like, I had my Fox Sports hat on or something like that. But even then, it's like, yeah, you got, you got to know, like, the situation. And, yeah, it paints, like, an mm-hmm. even bigger target on their back. And it is very possible that, like, they don't – I don't think it's the worst coaching job in the history of football either because they lost nine one-score games last year, apparently. Yeah. It could, Like, it's not like – so in one way, it's like, okay, this team's not really that bad. Like, okay, maybe there is there are a couple, like, little adjustments you can make here and there. But also, though, that, like, maybe this team, I don't know, it, it'll look really bad if they do, if they don't even have, like, a winning record this year. Yeah. It'll look really bad on them, I think. Mm. It'll be, like, really funny, though. <laughs> it would be, like, be, like, be like so all, fun between Russ, seeing place. Russell lose and seeing Sean Payton lose. Like, Jared, nobody, know, like, nobody no. should strive to be. You know how like people they like, get really old and they start saying some crazy things, and you're like, don't don't, don't take him seriously. He's from a different era. Like you don't want to be that person who it's like, <laughs> like yeah, like Grandpa's a little crazy. So like whatever he says, just it's not real. Um, so Sean Payton does not want to enter that territory where he becomes a guy who loses credibility because he's just talking yeah. and he doesn't care anymore. Um, I just think that it's bad news that, and it's consistent, uh, that he is basically saying that Russell Wilson doesn't have any agency, like Aiden was saying, that he is not necessarily a serious player or a serious quarterback in regards to, like, we're not going to have any of that third-team stuff. Um, it's not his fault. This is what he responds to. Um, you know, he was basically a child being let parent loose and yada, yada, yada. So I think it's, it's, it's a, it is, I think Sean Payton is also in the belief that Russell Wilson is no longer a great quarterback anymore. And I think the offense is going to reflect that. I think the team is going to reflect that. And, and I do think that it is somewhat of escape for him where he says, um, Last year was an awful job. This year will be completely different. So he's setting it up that this is going to be a way better coaching job from the year before. And if the product is still the same, it is not a coaching issue. It is clearly an issue in consistency with their players and especially their quarterback. And I think that that's maybe what he's setting up. It does put a lot of pressure on them, though, to perform. And to randomly throw a stray at the Jets as well is super interesting. And I really like Aiden. Uh, am actively rooting against the Broncos this year. If if, if I wasn't already, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but like way way more now. Has anybody mentioned that October fifth matchup yet? Sorry, I tuned out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did not. That's that's going to be a fun game to see. Yeah, we're starting at two months ahead of time. The, <laughs> the build up to. That's what like don't don't fighters don't fighters like kind of do their little pregame yeah. thing mm-hmm. quite early. Yeah. <laughs> The little pregame <laughs> or press it's just a little preview of what Sean Payton's going to be saying. Okay, it's only going to get yeah. Yeah, maybe he's just going to provide a bunch <laughs> of sound bites this year. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I, honestly, I think that's just who. Like, okay, did we talk about Bounty Gate at all? I think he just said this because he's just a dick, and that's just who Sean Payton. Is. <laughs> it's literally to me, it's that simple. 
We know he, like he's always kind of had that like snide attitude. You know, he loves having that little smirk on his face. I think to when yeah. he mm-hmm. had the um, was I think it was it the Minneapolis Miracle game when he did the skull thing to mock Vikings fans, and then oh, yeah. they lost. <laughs> So he's just always been a little bit ridiculous and kind of full of himself. And I feel like that's literally he just couldn't help himself when he started talking. He was like, okay, I got to lean into it. But Dang, I this gets personal, sense. Bart, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bounty Gate is personal. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It's ridiculous. He was only suspended for one season and now he's back. Yeah. But yeah. <sighs> anyways. Yeah. I mean, his Super Bowl was 15 years ago. He's kind of just riding on that. Not that he, uh, he, they were consistently good, but they weren't consistently good in the playoffs after that. So, yep. I don't know. It seems like a little, a little much. Are there any reasonable expectations though for the for the Broncos this year? Do we expect them to be better? Yes. No. Yeah, hundred percent. They need to, they games. need to be better. Yeah. Not not dramatically yeah. better though. Right? Yeah. There's no way. I mean that division is too good for them to I think make any serious strides. Yeah. Is how I would view it. But Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. The Chargers aren't actually that good yet though. The Chiefs are good. Mm-hmm. Those are probably two losses, but the Chargers aren't actually that good yet and the Raiders yeah. are gonna be terrible this year. So Hey, I don't, Jimmy I think G. Come on. They're not gonna be good. Josh McDaniels has yeah, not proven anything uh, out out there yet. So, yeah, I, I don't think, like, their division necessarily is that he hard. He hasn't had a quarterback that understands the system yet. Okay. Like does. Exactly. Okay. Now he does. Exactly. You can't tell me Derek Carr is not a smart quarterback. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league, probably. But You just made that up. <laughs> Gruden's offense is super co- was super complicated. I mean, would you have a counterpoint, Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I just have no evidence one way yeah, or that is, other, I guess. <laughs> I'll look up his What's his Wonderlick score? score? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is the highest ever, right? Yeah, was it perfect? Was it 50 out of 50 or something? It's only 50 questions? I think, or it used to be. Um, his Wonderlick score was 20 out of 50, Derek Carr's. That doesn't help. Ooh! 3.47 GPA at Fresno State, though. Oof. <clears throat> yeah, I expect them to fail. Just to be completely transparent here, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. You, you hate. I'm you gonna hate bet, Wilson. I'm gonna book a total uh, net zero improvement in their record. Whoa! And that's not even like yeah. I'm. Lo- I'm gonna look at their schedule right now, and I will <laughs> see if I back that. What was their record last year? Five wins. Five. Five wins. Yeah. 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 So you've got me tempted. Now I'm looking at their. The odds are eight and a half for their over under this year under i feel like over i'm gonna i'm gonna book the under screw it yeah. i'm booking the under oh. for sure and well, I'm yeah, gonna book this. i will book like over eight and a half actually mm, okay. okay i'll, I'll book I just, under. i'm curious on which games you think that <laughs> they should be the favorites in raiders versus broncos week one i think the raiders are, raiders are better commanders versus broncos mm, week two i think the commanders are better. commanders are better, no yeah, what the sure. heck no this the is commanders are definitely better than the broncos no this is dolphins Dolphins week three. Week three. Dolphins. That's, better. that's the first game where the Dolphins are favored. You're Bears tell week me the four, Bear- which which I which I would understand if you said so. I don't. I think the Bears will win that game. <clears throat> I think you're being a little harsh on them now. No, I, I think the Bears, Bears will win that game. I think Justin Fields <laughs> is Bears are not improve. very good. <laughs> they lose. They lose to the Jets, Chiefs, Chiefs again. They'll beat the Packers. They'll lose to the Bills, but they'll beat the. They might lose to the Vikings. They'll beat the Browns, though. They'll beat the Chargers, the Texans, the Lions. 
The, the Lions are very good. Easy, this is an easy schedule. They they should. This go is not away. an easy. No, this schedule. is not an easy. No, they schedule. have the nine. I'm gonna take my book schedule. way further. Yeah, they're gonna no. start at at they, best one in seven. That's crazy. That's, that's, the first that's a pretty wins. serious no, book. I'm booking okay. it right You're, now. I'll, and if okay. they win two games, then I'm then I'll be wrong. I don't think I'll be wrong. They will, so you're saying they will win at most one game out of the I th- first The game. only game they will win, if they do, is the Bears game. I think they lose to the, the, the rest of their uh, first eight games. Book that yeah, Russell's I'm booking it. Just write that down. Book, book that, that Russell's back. I see maybe six or seven wins on that schedule. Maybe oh, so six. I'm updating I think, the yeah, to seven. I feel like it's six okay. or seven. That's what I'm, yeah. Holy yeah, I see two. I, I see two. <laughs> I see the Texans going crazy with the book and stuff. Dude, they lost nine. What was it, Jared, your stat? Nine one-score games. Some of those they were close last year a lot. They're, their defense is good enough that they will be in games. Exactly. You don't think What's four of f- those will flip and they won nine games this year? There's no way. They win nine games No, I don't think. They, they have the AFC East. This That's is a tough schedule. Football. This is a very tough schedule. I don't know. Yeah. It is a pretty tough schedule. But, you know. mm. Their own okay. division is good. The AFC East is good. The commanders are good. Their own division has not proven to be that good. The Chargers did not win a playoff game last That's year. That's true. Chiefs I'm a Justin Hurt. The Chiefs are the only good team in that. Yeah, Justin Herbert's skeptic I, over I, here. Yeah, I'm a Justin Herbert skeptic. How many skeptics, episodes can so. Lucas get? Out of uh, I'm not convinced. He is not the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. He's not even the high, the, like the. He's not oh, even he like is. a top he seven is. quarterback. What? He's yeah, not a top no, seven that's quarterback. That's ridiculous, Lucas. Come on. I think he's. The <laughs> he's top not seven. a top no, seven bad. quarterback. Okay, name your that seven is, then. Yeah, who are your seven? <laughs> Mahomes. Hold on, I'm going to pull up the list of all the NFL teams so I don't forget anybody. <laughs> okay, so you don't even have your seven. You're just making well, I mean, do you right have a seven? Like, I'm going through every NFL player. team. Who yeah, has I have a gut seven. I can name seven. <laughs> easy. No, but this has to be... I would really yeah, never leave home without it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rod, Aaron Rodgers is better. I think. No, he had a terrible season last year. Name, just He's name better. Your, name your seven in order right now. Yeah. Mahomes, Mahomes is better. Burrow. For sure. Burrow, Allen, Hurts are all better. I think Lamar is better. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. You're no, Lamar is better than Herbert. No, I'm no. sorry. He is. Lamar Kirk Cousins? Right Does now. anybody hear Cousins? <laughs> do, do I hear oh Cousins? God. Eight. He's <laughs> <laughs> <He's> eight. <laughs> <laughs> do I hear Mac Jones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not okay. I'll, 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 he's not a top five quarterback. He's not one of the five best quarterbacks, and he's making number one quarterback. Money. He's six or seven. Yeah, but everyone's making number one quarterback money when it's their time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Like, exactly. but Lamar and Hurts are better, I think, than he is. I don't think Lamar is. I agree. Hurts. I don't think Lamar is either. I don't. Did Jalen Hurts statistically I think have Hurts, a better season? I don't he know. he has earned like he the right did. to be up there. Hurts has. Yes. Yeah. Hurts, yeah. Hurts' last season was electric. But I think, Not the, even but I think the second Jalen Hurts gets up to that level of whether even if if it's an AFC uh, title game, I think he'll be better. I think he'll pass Hurts pretty quick. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is Justin Herbert <clears throat> is a, a smaller Justin Herbert with a good defense. If Justin Herbert had a good defense, he would have looked a lot better. No, Bart, Justin you Herbert was about better in every week, stat. Gets, Justin Herbert escaped. Justin Herbert escapes criticism like no else. What if anybody else blew that lead in the playoffs like he did? Do we all watch that game? He, he didn't play, play defense. defense. <laughs> yeah, but he, he but he also could have scored in the second half. Hmm. Hmm. How many points do they have though? Thirty some, right? If you like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. If you can simply score, many, score more, you've done, but you've done your job offensively. <laughs> I don't think that loss. Tell that to Jalen Hurts. Tell that to Jalen Hurts. Oh shoot! 
So apparently that was on him too. He I didn't watch know. that episode. He doesn't know what happened. <laughs> I, that. I, I actually, Aiden, I didn't make that this joke on the, the this iteration of our recording. Uh, so that, that that is lost to history. Nobody knows what I'm, you're referencing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, foreshadowing then. Yeah, for all those who. Uh, who don't have the director's cut version of this <laughs> in which our first recording failed. Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We talked about the quarterback. We started talking about the quarterback show, which is a perfect segue into us talking about the quarterback show um, that was on Netflix. I joked that I did not watch the last episode because I didn't want to watch the Eagles lose the Super Bowl again, which I presume happened. Um, so in that last episode, uh, so That's I didn't watch the whole it, episode the- is. Is they, don't, they just they just show the loss for an hour. Like you missed a good one. <laughs> I'm glad. But I watched all the other episodes, and the rest of us watched the episodes. Um, maybe someday I'll get around to it. Um, but we're, we're going to talk about the show, and we'll start with Wyatt. Uh, what are your biggest takeaways from the show? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Uh, what did you learn? I liked the show. I thought it was interesting, and this is not really the show's fault, that they completely abandoned Marcus Mariota after like three episodes. Um, but he also kind of got benched and stepped away from the team. So it, it very, very much moved away from that. Um, I thought it was super interesting to see the relationship between Kirk Cousins and their new head coach and how that was kind of like a thing that really needed to be developed and how Kirk really needed to trust him. And then I also thought it was really interesting to just see how competitive Patrick Mahomes really was. Um, and although like, he is, and I don't want to sound mean, hard to take super seriously because of his voice. I think that that definitely creates a barrier. And I don't want to be mean when I say that. I take him seriously. But I think that he kind of it presents him as like a more light, funny character than he is somebody who is like really competitive um, like uh, Tom Brady was historically or like Michael Jordan was historically where like you kind of really got to sense that. And with Patrick Mahomes, he really has a much more calm demeanor and uh it, it, but that but it showed completely different on the show which i thought was nice so it was um good i would have loved to see maybe more of the dynamic between quarterbacks who competed against each other and i would have loved to see the commentary between um guys like patrick mahomes and joe burrow and what they're saying about each other privately what they're saying about each other's locker rooms privately um because Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes never really interacted with each other so it was kind of like you know they were two completely disconnected stories and it would have been nice to see them connected um but that's just a me thing just because I like seeing rivalries I like the competition and for Kirk Cousins to like kind of be on his own path was it was just different I suppose you can put it that way mm-hmm. yeah i that's that's true why it actually would have been cool to see them compete against each other but i also liked that they had like not only did they do obviously the quarterbacks on like different styles uh or different places nfl where like mahomes is at the top of the world top of the world in the nfl and Kirk cousins is like still trying to prove himself i guess but also like very different lifestyles too which i i really enjoyed like to seeing like her cousins comes home and is like on the bonfire at the bonfire whatever and like oh i burned a hole in my shirt and my sweatshirt my that's my favorite sweatshirt that sort of stuff (laughs) and like this is like literally every athlete i swear that's at the top of their sport has a huge entourage around them that's always just like 
and then I did this in the game, and everybody's like, yeah, you did, you know what I mean? They all have that entourage that's, like, just cheering them on and stuff, which I think is funny, but Kirk Cousins does it. He just has his family, and he's just like, I'm just going to go to the bonfire. I'm going to, like, throw football with my kids and stuff. That, like, dynamic between the their home life, I actually really enjoyed. You know, you know what thing I liked about Kirk Cousins' home life? His house in Michigan where he has the, the bookcase mm. that, like, mm-hmm. slides out, and behind it is, like, all his trophies because he doesn't want them, like, out in the public. Oh, that was a, a fun There's little thing. Literally one thing I know I would have in a house if I built my own house, and it's a hidden room like that. <laughs> you gotta have it. It's so fun. Yeah, I... Uh... I, I feel like I didn't see this in the news at all when it happened, the whole Mariota leaving the team thing. I completely yeah. missed that headline somehow. And so then we, I was watching this and I was like, wait, what? Like, he almost, like, they showed a bunch of tweets or whatever, right? About, like, people were shocked that he was doing it. I still feel like he didn't get enough flack for it. It was really weird to me. Like, I understand he had a kid yeah. and he got hurt. So those two things, like, yeah, those seem like pretty compelling reasons. But the fact that they introduced Ritter and he was just, like, not there to help a rookie quarterback at all kind of like I, I really liked Mariota and he seemed like a really likable guy until that moment yeah. that kind of made me th- just yeah it confused me so ultimately I feel like Kirk came off as the most likable um, but yeah 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 because that could have been a really interesting angle of Mariota being benched and then having to mentor Ritter kind of yeah, thing like yeah. that would have been really good for the TV show I feel like and yeah I mean you could say that that didn't happen due to injuries but it, it was weird it was definitely weird yeah, and that's, an, I think, another thing for the show for me. And I and just to be clear, I, I did like it. Um, but I would have liked to see, like, what... You know how, like, uh, Hard Knocks is kind of like a look into the facility and all of that? And I, I think it would have been nice to see a little bit more of some of these players' relationships with other quarterbacks, their coaches, and all of that, and see what Marcus Marita was going through in his relationship with Desmond Ritter and be able to get more to hear about, hear from Desmond mm-hmm. Ritter and hear what Arthur Smith really has to say about some of that stuff. Because Hard Knocks now has, has kind of sugarcoated everything. So I think that this could be a much more raw interpretation of the NFL. And with Patrick Mahomes, like you never really saw his relationship with Travis Kelsey in the show, I feel like. It was his relationship, his personal life with his wife, which is nice. But um, even Kirk Cousins, like there's no talk. He, in fact, I feel like he hardly mentioned Justin Jefferson at all, and I think that that's a huge part of his story as well. And I think that that, that would have been nice to see. Yeah, my, my, I have one other criticism of it, maybe two, um, which, and I, I liked it overall too. I think it really grew on me. But um, the editing in the beginning was in like we were just like in week one. Like I thought there wasn't like enough setting of the stakes. Maybe this is like a storytelling thing, but I thought we get like. We got like one, like like we got like two minutes on my homes. Like he won a Super Bowl, and then it's like we're into week one. Like I, I would have liked more like off season stuff and build up and like more context setting and like a storytelling perspective. Um, I mean like I knew what happened because I watched the NFL. But I think if you're like maybe a new like somebody's just like watching it to learn, it's just kind of like jarring for Dolphin like be week one of the season. Um, so that and. I didn't realize Peyton Manning executively produced it, if that's the right way to phrase it. Um, and a part of it felt a little, like, propaganda-y in the way that, like, The Last Dance did. I don't know if I can explain it any better than that, but it's like, the quarterback is the hardest thing, and these guys are all-stars, and, like, I want to make myself, Peyton Manning, seem like I did the hardest thing in the world. Like, it had that energy no, a little bit yeah, Not even close, though, because Peyton Manning is not the GOAT comparison. If Tom Brady, like... 
I feel like if Tom Brady was like, yeah, he's good, but he does have seven rings or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> then that's like that, that's like that's the feel that like the Michael Jordan documentary had. Where I don't think I didn't get that from this, but that's that's fair enough. I didn't think it was. I don't think it was as bad, but I think there was an element of like a I, little bit. Uh, I feel like there definitely are people who say that Peyton Manning is the actual best quarterback in terms of ability ever. Yeah, but they don't talk about. They talk about Brady though as like who's the who's the best quarterback. Of yeah, all time, yeah Brady. Fair. I don't know. But honestly, Lucas, though, like I remember hearing that and thinking, like, "Wow, that's an interesting claim." But then after watching the whole show, I feel like I can't name a harder position in any sport than quarterback. So I feel like it's kind of validated and not as propagandy. Yeah, no, that's fair too. I don't know. Yeah, like, oh man, especially watching all the, all the like the Kirk hits and all yeah. the, the injury like stuff that they had to do, kind of. Yeah. Just every hurt. time, every time the coach tells him a play too. I think they're yeah. going to stop, and then they say three more lines, and I'm like, holy crap. I don't know how, you, how they remember all that. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, the thing, too, that, like, so many times this is where Kirk got hit, because I watched with subtitles on, um, and it so many times after, it was like, it, it was it was mostly Kirk. It was, like, groaning or moaning or just, like, <laughs> after every time, which I thought was... That was definitely Peyton Manning embellishing a little bit, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peyton Manning wrote the subtitles. <laughs> exactly. Screaming in agony. <laughs> <laughs> Wailing and <laughs> grinding yeah. of teeth, gnashing of teeth. <laughs> yeah. All right, so if we want to watch the show in the future, they're doing a next season. I think it was just announced that Joe Burrow is going to be on next season. I don't know if anybody oh. else has been has been solidified yet i saw okay hold on i saw something that said god i'm like one of those old people who just believes everything they see (laughs) i saw something that i saw something that said that they ask a bunch of people and then that way nobody really knows who is on the show so like you know eight (laughs) people might confirm to be filmed for it but we only know we'll only get three of them so that way it keeps us guessing i don't know if that's true if Burrow's one of them, he's in though. Unless he gets hurt, he, yeah, he might sure. be. Yeah. The, we don't know. He's the high. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like he's on everyone's wish list too. For yeah. Who to be on that. I think they asked Hertz and he declined, right? Or was that last year? That was last year. Was was last last year. Year. Oh, interesting. They, asked, they fields. asked Fields and he declined. Last year. This year. This year. Oh, co- this year. Oh, okay. I think Daniel because Jones I think be he was it. worried that he would be like the bad <laughs> quarterback, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but so who do we want in the future? Um, maybe a high, middle, low, if anybody wants to share. If we're doing high, middle, low, I want Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want Daniel Jones as my middle. And I want Mac Jones mm-hmm. as my low. Mm. I want I want T-Law as my middle. And maybe Baker as uh, my low. Baker would be great. Yeah, th- Baker would be Baker great, would I think. Be good. Yeah. I think Lamar would be a good high, too. Just because of the whole situation, I want to see like yeah. that play out on camera after that whole tense. And yeah. he's good. Yeah, I think Dak Dak would be interesting too. I, as the middle, as I think low. Dak would be interesting. The last, <laughs> oh, <come laughs> he's the middle. At least. I also think that they should do a rookie. I think it'd be nice to see like Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud. Yeah, you know? yeah, that'd be fun too. That'd be a lot. That'd be kind of yeah. like cocky as a rookie though to be like yeah yeah you can see how that would not be a good (laughs) they're like you must want me as the high (laughs) i think tua would be really interesting too because tua's got a lot going on Mm -hmm. that's true Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know if he's middle or low, but Geno Smith, I feel like. Would he's be middle. Oh, he's, he's middle. middle. He's middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, middle for sure. That's fair. Yeah. There's all kinds of middle court. Jared Goff. But I think maybe the low should just be like a quarterback room, like the Buccaneers quarterback oh, room, or the low is yeah. like the 49ers quarterback yeah. room. You know? Oh, yeah. Kyle Trask is winning Brock. the quarterback battle, apparently. Uh, is he? Let's go. Yeah, they must really want Caleb Williams. They're going for it. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. Huh. Yeah, the the, the right, low or, quarterback tier is just uh, following Caleb Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna draft Caleb? Following Caleb Williams as he travels to Rutgers in November <laughs> to play a football game. <laughs> yeah. Piscataway at USC's that Thanksgiving not is brutal. The Big Ten this yeah. year, right? Right. No, it's next okay, year. Next year. Uh, I think it's twenty twenty four. Maybe even tw- maybe even further down the line. I'm gonna Google it quick. When does USC join the Big Ten? 2024. So not this year, but the following year. That's when the playoff changes too, I think. So. Mm. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to transition into our final segment. It's been a while since we've done it. It is sports auction trivia. I tell you an item that was auctioned off um, for some amount of money, and that's related to sports. Everybody guesses. I forget. Do we do prices right rules where you can't go over, or is it just closest? Mm, I thought it was just the closest. Well, yeah, let's just do closest. Um, whoever gets the most at the end wins. Um, Bart is making his debut too. He, we've done it this twice, and randomly they've been two of the few episodes he's missed. So he's never here. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining today. Yeah. It's, it's actually causation correlation. I actually <laughs> go out of my way to miss the ones <laughs> when you have this on. All I'm right. not going to win, though. Just You wrote in the outline, maybe Bart will win in his debut. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully nobody looked at the answers, because they were publicly accessible for a little bit. <laughs> th- in the main outline? Or... In Lucas. Oh, okay. Do you ever see yeah, people actually... pop up in your outline, Lucas? Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me. I look at his outline <laughs> all the time. He's always, because Lucas is always the first one to do it. And he'll, yeah. he'll it'll be like outline, and then Lucas's outline is there like two minutes later, and I just <laughs> yeah. like read through his notes, and I'm like, okay, what is he like? What is he gonna say? Yeah. All right, let's get started. Um, I'm just gonna do these randomly. Let's start with um a less than interesting one um, in terms of the scope of these, but still. Wait, but how does this? Do you ask one person? Do Are we, we doing the buzzing? Shout out a number. No, no, no. I'll ask everybody whoever's closest gets it, and then I'm just going to rotate the order. So, like, okay. it'll go. I bet Bart, Aiden, Jared, Wyatt, and then the round after that'll be Aiden, Jared, Wyatt, Bart. Wyatt, Bart. Yeah. Okay. So it'll rotate. Mm-hmm. So nobody has, like, an unfair mm-hmm. advantage. All right. First up, auctioned off in 2017 was Babe Ruth's 1927 World Series ring. Right. How much do we think it went for? Widely considered the greatest baseball team of all time by people who haven't watched baseball in the last. 30 years. 40 years. <laughs> Good team, though. I love Baby Ruth. I love the, the, Yan- the old Yankee teams. Bart, what do you think? $2 million. All right, Aiden, what do you think? $1.4 million. All right. Jared? Three million. And then Wyatt, 
Give us your answer. I'll go two and a half. Mil. All right. Bart, you said you wouldn't win on your first one, but you have won this round. Mm. It was auctioned off for $2.1 million mm. in 2017. That's <laughs> nice. That's I Googled a it. A lot of money. You Googled that? All right. <laughs> Next up, I'll go with a, a slightly odd, odder one. Uh, David Ortiz in 2013 auctioned off his beard after the Red Sox won the World Series to raise money for Movember. Uh, how much do we think somebody bought the clippings from David Ortiz's beard for? This was, was in 2013. It was for charity. It was for charity. It's for Movember. The char- I think which raises money for yeah. prostate cancer? 150k whoa okay so way too high (laughs) jared what do you think i think like 12k (laughs) (laughs) okay wyatt i was gonna say 250 dollars 250 all right bart Mm, 50k and it was auctioned off for ten thousand eight hundred and seventy seven dollars which makes Ugh. Jared the winner. That's so stupid. A little bit off on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who bought that? <laughs> yeah, <Crazy>. okay. <laughs> I thought someone was feeling really charitable, but apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> apparently not. I'm Boston. All right. Um, we'll go to... We'll get some of the, the more standard ones out of the way first. Wayne Gretzky's rookie card from 1979, widely considered the hockey goat, was auctioned off in 2016... For how much money? I'll start with Jared this time. Sorry, what was the year again? That it was auctioned. It was 2016. So are these cost adjusted at all? No, it's <laughs> non-inflation adjusted. All prices I didn't have to are do... final. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say 1.4 million. All right. Wyatt. Three million. Bart. Like hockey cards don't go that high. I'm gonna say 600k. The disrespect to hockey as a Minnesotan. Jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna say 3.01 million. <laughs> wow. Well, Bart was right to disrespect <laughs> hockey. It only went for 465,000. Thank you. Ooh. The goat. The, I know the, the goat. goat. That's great. Embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Next up, we'll go. The Sheffield Football Club rules from 1859, which are considered the original rules of soccer. Mm. They were auctioned off in one in 2022 um, for how much money? I didn't have to convert it from pounds. So this is in U.S. dollars. You don't have to guess the pounds amount. What was the year? Sorry. Eight, it was auctioned off last year, but it's from 1859. It's the original rules of soccer. And then, why you're up first this time. 1.8 million. Bart. Um, 1.2 million. Aiden. 2 million. Jared. 1.4 million. <laughs> Did y'all hear me say one point something? I did something hear that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no. I missed that. 
Uh, well, it was Bart wins again. It was one point one five million. No, <laughs> he's dominant. He is. <laughs> Just say you won't win at the start, and then it's exactly. <laughs> can't I will win. All right, manifest it. <laughs> All right. Next How many up, are there total. There's ten. Oh, so we're four. okay. So he hasn't clinched yet. No, not yet, not yet. Uh, All right. Next up, when Andrew Luck was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. In 2012, he took it upon himself as an architectural design major to sketch Lucas Oil Stadium and auction it off. How much do we think his auctioned-off uh, drawing of Lucas Oil Stadium went for in 2012? I think we're back to Bart, right? Going first? I have no idea. 25000 <laughs> Aiden? 50,000? Feels too high. Jared? 5K. Yeah, I think that's. Wyatt? 1.2K. And Wyatt is the winner. It was $1,500. Ah. You can can Google it if you want. Judge his art skills. No way it was that high, you know. It's it looks like it was Let's done see. with uh, markers. Wait, what is this Finger real? Paint. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, is it bad? It's real. <laughs> yeah. What was he learning so. at Stanford? What? <laughs> I think. It was oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting okay, like I'd a full on, first, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't have said twenty five thousand. Yeah. Wow. Oh, should I show them on screen? Would that make it more fun? That would be great for everybody at home to see what well, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. yeah, you should show. Yeah, them just don't show us the answers. Then. Yeah. Um. None of them really necessitate showing them anymore. So. Oh. Okay. Well, for okay. next time, Fair. I'll make a slideshow. We can go through. Next up. All right. Well, next up is. A toothpick that was found in Mets, uh, like, why can't I think of the word? Former Mets pitcher Tom Seaver was wearing a baseball jacket, mm-hmm. took it off at some point, there was a toothpick in it. Somebody bought the toothpick, it is not even confirmed whether it was Tom Seaver's toothpick or not, but it was in his jacket. Somebody bought it in 1992 at auction for how much? Hayden, you're first. It's a trap. Um... <laughs> Two hundred dollars. <laughs> Jared. Five hundred dollars. Wyatt. Four hundred dollars. Bart. <laughs> uh, wait, that, the highest was four hundred so far. Four hundred. Five hundred was five hundred and one dollars. Oh no! It sold for four hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> so Wyatt wins. Nice. <laughs> Dude, I'd be taking Andrew Luck's picture many times over that. I know that it was, you know, his was, his was one and a half. Still, K, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So two, two. <laughs> the retweet. Next picks. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Next up, RG3 uh, was injured in 2014, and all his teammates signed his cast. <laughs> After he took off his cast. <laughs> 
Uh, it was auctioned <laughs> off. How much do we think RG3's cast signed by all of his teammates Ugh. was auctioned for? It's probably gross, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No question. All right. Who's up first this round? I kind of forget. We're... I think, I think Jared. Jared? Yeah. Okay, I'll say um, 20K. Okay. Wyatt? Um... I'm going to $1,000. Hmm. Bart? I don't know. A whole team full of signatures? I'm going to say 100 k How many do you say, Wyatt? 1,000. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say 1,100. I think it's gross. That's why I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't. I think it's gross, <laughs> I think it would be pretty gross. <laughs> and Aiden wins. It was... Fifteen hundred dollars. Boo! <laughs> I know it's good. strategy. Yeah, Didn't you guys good. talk about like a, a ch- piece of chewed gum once? That yeah, went there's some obscene <laughs> yeah, amount of money. Yeah. yeah, it went for a lot. I thought. Who cares if it's gross? You know, people are crazy. Okay. <laughs> David Ortiz. Right, so were you the buyer, Bart? Are you? Yeah. Oh, I guess not, because you would have overpaid. <laughs> All right. So Bart has three. Aiden has one. Jared has. One wide has two. Technically, anybody can still win. Yeah. I have two. Three rounds left. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next up. Recount. Yeah, exactly. Next up is Jackie Robinson's bat from the All-Star Game in 1949. Ooh. White, you're up. $630,000. Mm. Very specific. I'm trying to be. I like it. Bart. Um, eight hundred thousand. Okay. Aiden. Four hundred k. Bart takes it. It was auctioned off for $1.08 million. <sighs> All right, so the worst Bart can do now is tie for a win. Unless we want yeah. to make the last one worth like 10 points. Yeah, yeah. For a walk. I'll yeah I think it's <laughs> worth it. more no. than all the others combined. Family food. <laughs> Family food scoring. Yeah. All right, next up is the Kansas City Royals. They clinched the wild card in 2014. They sprayed some champagne, and all their players wore goggles. The team, seeing an opportunity to make money, sold these goggles as like an authenticated memorabilia thing in their team store going forward that playoff run. How much do we think they sold for at the team store? Bart, you're up. They were used. Wait, so it was was the full, like all players' goggles at once were sold? No, no, you could, how much... You could you could buy a goggle from each. They they had like forty or how ah, many ah, people okay. are on the player. Buy them in yeah. bulk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like forty. Um, I think one set of goggles went for uh one uh, eight hundred dollars. All right, Aiden. Two hundred. Jared. Five hundred. Wyatt. 700. Jared has gotten it exactly correct. They retailed for $500. Oh. 
<laughs> a jersey by itself is like 200 bucks nowadays so i was like it's gotta yeah, that's be more fair. Than that. that's fair <laughs> mm. all right our last one uh bart has now clinched the victory um, so bart bart has four like aiden has one <laughs> Jared has two it could be a three-way tie for a second if aiden gets this last one that'd be fun Go. So we'll see. All right. And do you all know who Joe Montana is? The famed Notre Dame and 49ers quarterback. Mm. Yeah, you would say Notre <laughs> well, Dame first. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, he went to college first before Thank he went to the NFL. So mm. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I said them in the wrong order. I, I got him. Uh, anyway, he got divorced. Um, and his <laughs> wife, his ex-wife Sorry. auctioned off all the love letters that he wrote to her when they were at notre dame what oh my how gosh much you, <laughs> how much do you think these sold for jared you're up first i think wait really i think, I think no me. no aiden's aiden's yeah. up first yeah. like, not that i want to be up on this <laughs> this this is unconfirmed i saw a few different numbers for this so i just picked the one that might be right <laughs> <laughs> what? excuse me <laughs> I saw two different listings on two different things, so I just picked one of them. Like, they were on, like, auction sites, so it's like... Yeah, yeah. But I think she must have done multiple batches, so I just picked one of the batches. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, 11K? Jared? I'm going to say 34,000. I don't think they're that important. We're going to go with 2,000. <laughs> Bart? Uh, yeah, I think it's on the lower end. Um, wait, what was the lowest? Uh, who knows? 2, I don't want, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get in posts like this. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm just going to say 1K. And why it takes the round. Um, yeah, they were sold for... Th- Three thousand three hundred and forty-six dollars. Wow, that's too much. I was trying. I was for just one batch, you know. (laughs) For just one batch. What was the other number that you saw? Like twenty-eight hundred. So it was close. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I really hope she asked him if she can do that. Otherwise, that's crazy. They're technically hers. She can do whatever she wants with them. You know. Yeah. Dang, alright. Well, so Bart is the winner. Bart is the winner of our Bart sports. Bart is the winner. Bart's the winner of our sports auction trivia. Thank you, Lucas, for hosting. If you want to be a winner, subscribe to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. Mm. Follow us mm-hmm. on X mm-hmm. or Twitter if you prefer <laughs> at LunchPailGuys underscore. Uh, <laughs> as well as uh, TikTok, Instagram, um, and stay tuned for more episodes coming at you next week. Mm.